This podcast is brought to you by Western Australia's Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development. Hello and welcome to our series focusing on areas of broadacre grains research. These short podcasts aim to assist grain growers by delving deeper into our research projects that target crop protection, crop production, soils and genetics in broadacre crops. My name is Amber Atkinson and I'm the Grains Research Development and Extension Communications Manager for the Grower Group Alliance. Today I am talking with Jeremy Curry, a deep herd research scientist based in Esperance. Hi Jeremy, how are you? Good thanks Amber, how are you going? I'm great, I'm great. Can you tell me what is your role at Deep Herd? Yep, so I'm a research scientist in crop agronomy uh, based in Esperance. So I started in 2015 and over the last seven um, or so years, I've worked across wheat and barley agronomy, particularly through the GRDC and Deep Herd funded agronomy projects. And lately also been lucky enough to start moving into the canola space as well through some high rainfall zone cropping projects. So throughout that time, I guess I've worked on all aspects of crop agronomy, but particularly related to variety choice, I guess all the management levers that are available to growers in the season. So variety choice, when to sow um, the particular species and particular varieties, and then things like nitrogen management, a little bit into the fungicide side of things and things like plant growth regulators as well. Being based in Esperance, um, on the south coast, I suppose there's a few more specific risks that we have, um, such as things like barley head loss, which can really be quite prevalent in this area, and also things like pre-harvest sprouting and issues related to low falling number, which you know, are, are relatively common on the south coast. Can you explain what pre-harvest sprouting is? Yeah, so pre-harvest sprouting is what occurs when the crop, I suppose as the crop reaches maturity, the grains gain the capacity to germinate. And so pre-harvest sprouting is when, particularly when rainfall and cool weather occurs, it causes the germination of the grains while they're still standing in the paddock. And the reason this is important is because when this germination process begins, it starts you know, the synthesis of things like enzymes um, that are gonna you know, lead towards seedling growth. But those enzymes being present in the grain actually reduces its quality use you know, for things that we use our wheat for, like uh, baking. That's great. Thanks, Jeremy. Now, can you tell us about the work that you're doing with pre-harvest sprouting? Yeah, so my work relates to, um, I guess, ways that we can minimise our risk of sprouting being an issue. Um, so obviously we can't control the weather at harvest, but we can control um, in certain ways what the impact of that weather is going to be. So the first thing that people often think about with pre-harvest sprouting is how their varieties might differ in risk. And it's certainly the case that the varieties that we grow in Western Australia do differ in their susceptibility. So most people in WA will grow, will have been growing scepter, or at least their neighbour might have been growing scepter. And part of the reason for this great adaptability of scepter, along with its high yields, is that it's not a particularly high risk of pre-harvest sprouting. And in most seasons, um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't tend to be a big issue. Um, there's varieties of even lower risk. So DS Pascal was one that was released a few years ago that is probably the most resistant to pre-harvest sprouting that we've got. Um, but there's also varieties that are of a higher risk. And so th things like um, Rockstar that was released recently does appear to be a higher risk of pre-harvest sprouting um, should we get inclement weather at harvest. 
But probably the key thing that's come out of the research over the last few years is the implication of our management, particularly sowing date, on our risk and how that might change the risk of pre-harvest sprouting. Interesting. So what are you finding so far? Yeah, so that key implication, I guess, is that as our as our crop maturation timing changes, it increases our, or decreases our risk. So in particular, as we're pushing our sowing dates earlier, we're actually causing our crops to mature earlier in the harvest period. And this is actually increasing our risk of pre-harvest sprouting occurring. Now, the mechanisms for this are not completely understood. We do understand that if you sow your crops earlier, then they're gonna be growing, going through that grain filling period in typically cooler and wetter conditions. And this appears to be increasing our risk and reducing the amount of rainfall that's having to occur. And in some cases, we're actually seeing um, sprouting having occurred prior to when the crop might be ready to harvest. And so particularly for growers, it's a very frustrating thing in this harvest period that you, know, you don't have many management options except you know, everyone's trying to get the crop off as quickly as they can. And so I suppose the key message here is that sprouting management really begins at seeding and particularly in aligning our variety choice with our sowing date and understanding that that may change our risk. Thanks, Jeremy. So what advice do you have for growers? Um, yeah, so I guess the key thing to think about as we move into our next seeding period is to understand that the risk of pre-harvest sprouting is going to change dependent on when we sow our varieties. And so if we are going to be sowing um, earlier, say into that late April, early May period, our crops are going to be maturing earlier. And so then we're going to have a greater requirement for a sprouting resistant variety than say, you know, our traditional late May sowing times where the crop matures in a hotter November period um, and sprouting issues tend to be less. It's not to say that all early sowing crops will sprout or all late ones will be fine. It's just that we are seeing an increase in risk if we're moving our maturation timing earlier. And so, yeah, it's just another thing to think about when we're talking about matching up our variety with our sowing time is just understanding that things like pre-harvest sprouting align with that as well. Thanks, Jeremy. So where can growers get more information on pre-harvest sprouting? Probably the, the key one is on the deeper, we've got a following number webpage, which essentially outlines a lot of the information on our recent findings around variety and also time of sowing risks. And it's got the updated ratings of our assessment of how susceptible varieties are to pre-harvest sprouting. And you also find those ratings in your crop variety sowing guide. Along with that, Growers can also get in contact with Deep Herd staff. I certainly am always open to emails or phone calls around sprouting and talking through the risks and how you might change your management in that. And my contact details um, will also be linked. Thanks for that information, Jeremy. We will have all of the links that Jeremy mentioned in the podcast episode notes. So check that out and we'll also have Jeremy's contact details if you would like to get in contact with him directly. Thanks for your time, Jeremy. Have a great day. Thanks for having me.